Alright, kick it. We're recording now. Yes. But yeah, we were supposed to have Kalia and Reed this week for a special episode, but that got delayed. But that's no problem. Luckily, we've got... It's all good. We got plenty of ideas to roll on out in the meantime. We will reserve those special topics until we get a chance to get the whole family together. Alright. Let's get this kicked off. Let's start our next episode. Welcome to the Petty Podcast. Welcome, everyone. This be Coco. And this be Jules. Let's get into it. Cue the music. Hey, hey, hey. Cue it up. Hey, hey, hey. Cue it up. Hey, hey, hey. all right all right how you been doing miss ma'am i've been doing not too bad i've been just busy with work life everything i feel that life's been stressful crazy hectic busy yep just all part of adulting you know yeah let's get into it yes so i know this is one that you were excited about you want to get us kicked off today so excited So this week's episode is on red flags, and... Yeah, so today's episode, we're going to be talking about red flags and open relationships, and kind of discussing, like, so for my notes here, I've got it written down, like, I'm going to kind of go along, like, boundaries that people need to be setting up whenever they decide they want to be in an open relationship with their partner, or if it's something that you want to actually discuss, if it's not something you had the conversation with your significant other with, like if you haven't talked about it with them before, it's going to be a real (laughs) interesting first convo. So you got to be ready for that. You're going to be talking about how to like define that relationship and the outline that you need to have. And going to be, it is going to be super different for each couple. So we're getting into that. Uh, super duper different oh yeah uh and of course like the red flags that might appear and might come up when I'm you're like in one of those right now, but it's not red fyi for our viewers <laughs> <laughs> i don't think they can see what you're doing anyway it's an audio podcast i know i said i'm waving a flag a legit flag to give you like a, a visual to our viewers okay they can't yeah. see me but give them a full experience Give me the full experience. I'm a visual learner. Okay, so... Fair enough, fair enough. My apologies, Miss Ma'am. I'm over here just, like, dusting the mirror that I have on my makeup table. You dusty. I am, like, no, for real. This this bitch be gross. (laughs) I really let it get out of hand. (laughs) I just looked up and I was like, wow, I haven't done my makeup in a while because because of the masks. I haven't really... Had a reason to do a full beat, except for when I did my whole little photo shoot the other day. That finally gave me a reason. Those pictures were cute. They came out really well. Thank you. Reed was not a fan of my Twitter post because my whole oh, I didn't see the Twitter post. Well, basically, my whole booty hole was hanging out. But I mean, it it wasn't my booty hole, but you could see ass. And he was not a fan. I'm he made not, sure to I'm let not, me know that he wasn't a fan. I'm not against it, though. I'm, I'm an ass kind of gal, so we, we salute Thank to you. the ass. Thank you. I had fun with it. He didn't have fun seeing it. He said that he did not sign up for that, and I said, okay. You don't have to follow well, that you account. follow button, okay? Because let me tell you, it's not going to be the last ass pick. <laughs> I know that's right. Don't worry, that shit will never make it to Instagram. Instagram will be safe. We can stay there. 
It's fine. It's secluded. All right, so I'm going to start off with red flags. Dope, 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 dope. Get into it. So a red flag to me is if you're talking with someone and you, you know, you just notice like little things, like every time like you hang out with that significant other or a friend with benefits. For example, you're just hanging out and all of a sudden their phone continues to ring or buzz or make a noise or whatever. And you see any of those dating apps open on their phone and it's just <clears> like, wow, like, are you really like talking to somebody else while I'm hanging out with you? Like, come on, be a little bit more classy than that. Right. So that happens to me a few times, like where I'm hanging out with like a friend or friend of benefits and it's just like, all of a sudden I see their phone ring or buzz and I see like scruff pop up or grind or whatever. I'm like, okay, well, do you have other hoes that you're talking to? Like, am I not a parent to you right here? Like, we not talking? Right, like if you're with me, be with me in this moment. Like, I get it. If it's not a committed relationship, then... I understand still being on those apps, but like silence your phone on a day yeah, just silence respectfully. The phone. And if it's a booty call and you have to have the phone like on in the background, so long as they're just not on their phone while you're trying to have sissy time, then that's going to be perfectly fine. But this, like that specific instance, if anyone on a date starts picking up their phone and just like responding to multiple text messages at a time, I'm not going to be pleased. I'm not yeah, happy I'm about not, it. Yeah, it's just so disrespectful. And it's like... Shady. Why call me over here to hang out and spend time with you when you clearly have other hoes on the side and, yeah, you're being shady. Like, I'm not a side bitch. I mean, well, sometimes I am a side bitch. And sometimes I'm fine with that. You know. Respectfully. Respectfully, Yes. What are some red flags like you have noticed if you're hanging out with somebody that you've been talking to or are friends with benefits or anything like that? Kind of along that same line, um, whenever you're with somebody and they aren't giving you their full attention mm-hmm. in any other respect, like one of my exes, whenever we would hang out, he would just be playing video games the whole time. I did not get a single drop of his attention. I remember you talking about that, Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you asked me to hang out and spend time with you, but you're going to play video games all the time? Like, what? And then I'd fall asleep on his bed, and I'd wake up eight hours later. He's still there playing video games. He hasn't gone the fuck to sleep. Uh, what? Right? Like, I get it. Night owl, fine. But, like... At least have some sexy time. Damn. Like, come to bed, you raggedy bitch. I know it's not healthy for me to still call him a raggedy bitch, but, like, that's raggedy. It's just raggedy in general. Damn, I just tried practicing a new makeup move and it did not go well and I just smeared eyeliner all over my face. I will deal with that later. Let me not try and multitask on things that I can't multitask (laughs) on. Another red flag is like an overabundance of compliments. How so? Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't feel comfortable necessarily. Like, when a guy gives me way too, like, tries to kind of enshrine me as this perfect being. Like, I'll constantly get these, you are flawless, you are perfect in every way, you can do no wrong. I'm like, okay, that's a little obsessive. Oh, I'm pretty great. I'm like, yeah. I'm absolutely incredible. But, like, if I see you, like, three times in one week, and you haven't had a single bad thing to say in any one of our conversations, like, there's not a single disagreement that pops up, and you're just immediately, like, going, I don't know, 
there's just something off about that to me. Yeah, I can see that. Like, there's not any growth there for any sort of relationship if you don't, not like point out someone's flaws, because that's not the way to say it, but. I mean, I, I get the gist of what you're trying to say. It's just how to say it. Right. Like, every single person has flaws, and it's okay if love is blind, for well, sure. we've already seen that experiment. But love is blind. You damn skippy. But that doesn't mean that love should be topic. stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, if I say some fucked up shit, and you tell me that I'm always in the right, you're not gonna call me out when I say something... Call me out my bullshit, like... Ignorant or anything. Like, I'm not about to test my significant other, but if I get home later in the day and I'm like... Did I go too far with this? And they're like, no, you can do no wrong. I'm like, mm. Yeah, that is a red flag. Like, they need to call you out on your bullshit. Maybe they're not comfortable, but they need to do it. Right, like, if you're not going to help me grow as a person, what are we doing here? Because some people are very, like, conflict, not friendly. Like, they don't like to be in the middle of conflict. I mean, I'm one of those people, but at the same time, if I don't, if I see something I don't like, I'll say something. I don't think anyone likes being in conflict, but there's some people who do very well with it. I was going to say, they and do some very people well who with it. Don't. And then some people freeze up in tents when it comes to that. For me, it's 50 50. It can kind of go like either way for me. Mm-hmm. I can either tense up and have <laughs> like one of those moments where I'm like, eh, I don't want to continue this conversation. Let's stop now. Or there are some times where I'll just completely blow up. <laughs> And become that raggedy bitch. Which is fine. Sometimes it's necessary, but... (laughs) I mean, listen. I don't know if I told you about the time that I got into a fight at one of my friend's going away parties. And I I kind of... I don't think so. I don't think I've heard this story. Yeah, no. It started off as a healthy conversation because this guy refused to use my pronouns correctly. Oh, hell no. Yeah. And it started off as a conversation with me being like, okay, let's start with why you don't want to say them. Why you don't want to say they, them, theirs. And it went on for about 15, 20 minutes. Still wasn't landing with him. And then he said some, like, outlandish shit, and I kind of lost it, blew up. and Yeah, I started screaming and cursing him out and told him (gasps) that he could fuck the fuck off. Mama Coco! (laughs) What? It wasn't my house. I invited him to leave the house. It's not my house. (laughs) Dang. She went all the way off. That's wild. But that's I had a moment. You're not using (laughs) my pronouns correctly. And I've told you many times, like, this is it. They, them, theirs. And you're still using them incorrectly? No. We ain't with the shits. Like, at that time, you're just doing it on purpose and want to get a reaction. And best believe, you're going to get a reaction. Oh, for sure. And I hope you look forward to to the one hell of a reaction. Because mm-hmm. it's <laughs> a performance, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, for sure. I will thrive off of ripping you a new asshole. Oh. It'd be fun for him to try and figure out how to use it. <laughs> God, I'm going to hell. <laughs> I cannot even with you right now. It's fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine. But red flags, like, they're there. Like, and the thing I've done now... Is like if I notice like a slightest thing off with a person or what they're saying to me, I automatically just say, no, I'm not going to do it. Sorry, but I can't meet up with you or whatever. Call it, call the quits at that time. Right. Because I've been in too many situations where it's just gone really left and put me in that position and it's just not fun. 
Know your limits, know your boundaries, and know your comfort levels. That goes with that entry level for a relationship, just the conversing. And it goes for sassy time, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Communicate, know your limits. All the best relationships are built on communication and trust. Right. And if you don't have that, then you don't have a relationship. Exactly. Okay. 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 That's that's as long as that's as long as I can do it. I can't continue to roll you. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes practice makes adequate not perfect. <laughs> true, true. But even like going off open relationships and like that type of thing, I'm not sure if you notice it, but like I've been on Tinder like this past week, just you know talking with a few people just casually. Mm-hmm. But I'll come across like some profiles with like a cisgender male. And, like, in the profile, it's like, yeah, I'm bisexual, but I'm polyamorous. Like, my wife's cool with it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, um, nope, this isn't for me. Sorry. Just not into, like, the just open no, relationships just in general? No. Well, just not in, that, not in that aesthetic. Because, okay, your wife may be cool with it, but who really knows, like, to the extent, like, how okay she is with it, if that makes sense because there could be stuff that the husband's doing behind her back that she doesn't know about okay and i get that you're worried about the again going full off consent trust. like yeah who knows if they're actually being truthful with their spouse well that's why i kind of make it a point to i don't always meet the significant other of the person i'm with when i what's the sitch Yeah, no, it's just the family group text. Let me put that on silent. (laughs) Yeah, whenever I meet with someone who is in an open relationship, I always make it a point to kind of like establish, okay, what, yeah, here's the boundaries that I'm going to follow. I don't know what, I need to know what boundaries your significant other has in place for you Mm -hmm. and what they're comfortable with because I'm not about to be a homewrecker. I'm just a hoe, not a homewrecker. You're just a hoe, not a homewrecker. You're a bystander. No need to, you know. I'm not about to put the H-O in homewrecker, okay? Right. I need to know that there's 100% consent within that relationship for me to feel comfortable moving forward. Correct. And part of me wonders if I'd be comfortable being in a relationship like that myself in the future. Honey, been there, done that. But I wasn't really even polyamorous. It was just don't ask, don't tell type thing. So. so just like, hey, this is what it is. Like, we'll have our romantic times and our sissy times, but like, you can go and do whatever you want with whoever you want. So Pretty that's much. so kind and of you more know like exactly who I'm talking about. I do. Mm-hmm. So that was more like friends with benefits situation at that point, right? No, it was it was that... a relationship. Like okay. there was just trust involved. Okay, there's yeah. a bunch of there's a bunch of things involved, but. After when I broke things off, it was like, why did I put myself in that predicament knowing what the outcome would be? <laughs> right. I don't know. Like, it intrigues me, the concept of an open relationship or a polyamorous relationship. For sure. And I feel like I won't fully know whether it's for me until I decide to give that shit a chance. And I, right. I guess that opportunity would just kind of have to present itself. It's not something that I really feel like I'm just going to go and be like, all right. I'm ready for all my sister husbands. Let's start finding some concubines and get myself a little harem going. Like, I don't think that's how it's going to... Yeah, no. I'm not just going to, like, go out and search for them. 
like I get the whole understanding behind open relationships. Don't get me wrong, whether you're straight or gay, mm -hmm. but it's like I get you want to spice things up, or you're older and you just want to like experiment, or you want to learn more about you know what it's like dating outside that relationship. You want to having a whole s separate thing, or you three are both involved. That makes sense, right? And you kind of want to explore the unconventional relationships, mm -hmm. which isn't even necessarily unconventional. It's just not within the bounds of the patriarchy. Exactly. And we can kind of get into that at some point, too. Oh, for sure. That's yeah. another good like, example. I've talked with my parents before about the concept of thruples and... What? Because, like, all of these celebrities were like a couple of years ago started coming out and saying hey yeah no we have like open relationships and that's true like, at that like, one point like, like for example Frankie today Grande. i read about jada pinkett smith and will smith about their right. open marriage yep but we knew for well at least i knew for a while that they had an open marriage because she even talked about it because i follow her um pod well it's not really a podcast it's called red table talk it's really oh yeah discuss. the youtube show yeah. or like the facebook show yeah, it's a Facebook show, yeah. but it's on YouTube as well. And right, right, right. she she mentioned it like a while back, but like I had my beliefs and like what they were doing, whatever. But they made it work, and they both were comfortable, and you know, right. They had their do's and don'ts, and you know, because they have the communication, right. And that's what we're here for is communication. I don't know if you remember like when Frankie Grande was in. A that's right thruple. he was way back when like that became a big deal in the news and that's kind of what started the conversation with me and my parents because mm -hmm. i kind of wanted them to i wanted their thoughts and opinions on it i kind of knew where it was going to go <laughs> and it's just something they weren't used to so it was like i don't know it just seems weird to me and i'm like right it's not a perfect answer but okay let's start there what makes it weird to you again there's definitely there has to be an adjustment period like there has to be hands down yeah like you can't just automatically boom like you all three automatically adjust and you're okay with this and no one gets jealous or envy it like no yeah no jealousy is natural that like shit's for me i can be a jealous bitch and i know for a fact that it takes me time to adjust to the different dynamics mm -hmm. in the relationship totally understandable and totally fair i am super needy and i require all sorts of attention in a relationship so if i were to be in any form of like open relationship or thruple or anything dealing with polyamory i would need to be like listen Y'all yep. can absolutely have your time, but I'm gonna need like to set a schedule in Calendly. Like you can book your appointments, but I will need at least four consecutive hours of cuddle time per week, just like in a row. I need to know that the person is going to feel comfortable with me just calling them at a random time, just bitching about some insane portion of my life. Period. Because let's face it, my life's a fucking sitcom at this point. <laughs> don't say that uh, but, mm, okay. mm. <laughs> <laughs> tell me i'm wrong with some of the shit i bring to the table come I mean, on same like 
have shit we both go through and talk about mm-hmm. <laughs> and throw shade at. It's just ridiculous. Oh, God. I've got some hot tea to tell you, actually. And let this be the sign for me to cut this whole part out of the recording. I was going to say, do you want to do this on live or off I mean, <laughs> recording? Since I'll be editing it, I'll know to cut this part. Oh, shit. Yep. That's some royalty, honey. Scalding. Scalding. <laughs> and resume recording. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, life can be like a fucking sitcom sometimes. It'd really be like an episode of Ugly Betty in here. I never watched that show. Oh my god. That was also like... It had some problematic representation for the trans community, but... The gay Granted, culture. that show came out, like, early 2000s. So. Right. But, like, the gay culture was there and thriving. Right. In the entirety. So I have a note here about whether open relationships are conventional or unconventional. And one of my notes underneath that is, like, when you're having this conversation with other people and trying to explain the dynamic of your relationship with them, you, you kind of get that question of like, is it weird? Is it normal? Or just, is it none of your fucking business? So I think that it's the That's latter. That's a good question. That's definitely a good question. I understand that people think it's weird. I understand that that's just kind of the norm of society at this point. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of just like American society has grown around the concept of that heteronormative, like, white picket fence, apple pie life, one man, one woman, two children, bare minimum, unless you're wanting them to, like, reproduce like Catholic rabbits and just keep popping those babies out. Pop them out, right, right. But the idea of that relationship is still two people. And a lot of people are biblical about it, like, you know, God made man and woman. Granted, there's other religions, like, what's it called? The Mormons. Yes, thank you. The Mormons, and they have their own thing about it. So um, when that show Sister Wives came out, mm-hmm. and that's when people started talking about, they're like, "Wait, granted, that wasn't like a perfect example of how it should be done, but definitely not. It was just since TV, you know, these." But that opened the conversation. It did open the conversation. It did. And it showed us viewers like a little light like inside of like their day-to-day lives and, like how they interact mm-hmm. i knew well, it was a thing polyamory but like i didn't realize the depth of like the meaning and this that and the third and all that kind of leads you down that rabbit hole of starting to kind of investigate for your own of course your own education of course and part of that kind of led me down this other rabbit hole of since queer people were seen as unconventional from the get-go, is that kind of why the LGBTQ plus community is kind of more comfortable with the concept of open relationships and polyamory as a whole? Because mm-hmm. we've just been thrown under that umbrella since the dawn of time. We definitely have. Not since the dawn of time, just since the... But just way back, like since the dawn of religion when people said hey if we don't procreate the whole world's gonna die and it's like well fair point but now you can leave the queers in peace i mean like you could always leave the queers in peace now we have science for that so yeah i'm gonna get three clone babies it might be a little bit more expensive but jk i don't want children eventually i might want children eventually maybe 
I'm cool with being the queer auntie. I will be there until shit gets like uber messy. I'll be like, all right, I'm out. I'm going to go smoke a blunt, smoke a blunt and then book a random trip to Italy because I can do whatever the fuck I want right now. Y'all have fun grounding your child for that one wine cooler you found under their bed. (laughs) (laughs) No, you did not. Where'd she get it? I don't know. It's a mystery. (laughs) I'm so weak. Let me just hide the rest of the variety pack that I've got over here. The variety pack. Listen. Your mic's hard lemonade. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to bring them a bottle of Chateauneuf to pop as their first drink. Come on. I mean, I just might have you taste the better. <laughs> I mean, but also, their first drink is not going to be something that I know they're not going to appreciate on the oh, first sip. No. Like, oh, no, 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 no. We will get there, but in the meantime, I need you to appreciate the concept of alcohol this being said i do not like for legal reasons this is a joke i don't promote underage drinking same we don't we don't we ain't about that also a blunt who is she <laughs> who is she i've never heard of a blunt before what is a blunt a blunt never heard of that i'm a good christian child what are you talking about jk we doesn't make you a bad christian sure doesn't i thought it did when i was younger but being a good person makes you a good christian that's right so long as you also follow that same faith but you don't have to follow that faith do whatever you want it's not my life just be a good person period yeah just bottom line don't be a dick don't lie don't kill don't steal that's all unless you're stealing from a major corporation hashtag robin hood that shit no, we don't condone no, no, stealing. No, 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 no. Now listen. <laughs> oh my gosh. For legal reasons, it's a joke. Hashtag for legal reasons, it's a joke. Oh my gosh. But also, who knows? Maybe a, maybe one or two peaches go missing from the fruit stand at Walmart. Like, I, I don't know. So why is this going to be turning left real quick? Anyway, the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> are terrible <laughs> you're freaking terrible i am but that's when i'm gonna talk about the patriarchy i can't with you right now oh you think you don't like me right now wait until i get into this i'm well, waiting i'm just waiting because i did more research as you know a bitch gotta come correct gotta of have a few sources ready to of go of course so I was like, I ended up going down this whole rabbit hole and kind of prepared like a whole thesis at this point. Like, go on now. Like, why is this considered unconventional? And then I kind of thought, well, I guess it probably all traces back to the patriarchy. And then that kind of is like, it's been traced back to around either some, like, it's somewhere between 3100 BC and 600 BC. So, you know, that's kind of like long, long ago in a galaxy far, far away. Um, and it kind of all started when we know for a fact that like people didn't like humans didn't really have that closed relationship, that one-on-one mm-hmm. relationship. They didn't just have a mate for life from the get-go. Like they would just wander around, fuck, and then eventually like they'd have a whole trap going. Yeah. Back before they put the homo and homo sapien. And it started when like the patriarchy kind of started when the hunter gatherers evolved into like more of a stabilized and normalized society. And we started like developing into the agricultural state. 
so people needed families in order to run these farms. Like, they needed workers to run the farms, and way back in that time period, they didn't really know how to hire people mm-hmm. to start farming shit for them, and nobody had the power to kind of take control of other people and make them do all the hard work, you know, like a corporation or slavery. They're both the same thing. Right, right. That's kind of where the patriarchy began. They were like, hey, if you want to fuck me for the rest of your life, then I'll give you food until you die because, like, hey, we're both going to die eventually. We might as well make it a little easier on ourselves. Agriculture started the patriarchy. Isn't that fascinating? That was very fascinating. And it kind of just, like, shifted into this unquestioned norm so quickly. And it kind of, like, it's so weird to me, but it makes sense. It's like, wow, people were really like, yeah, I guess that I'll just sit on your dick every now and then, and then you'll give me an ear of corn and a loaf of bread, and then we won't starve to death. Here are our 17 children who will take over after we die. I cannot with you, Colton. Tell me that's not exactly how it works out. Nope, I'm not condoning it. I'm not condoning this. I'm not condoning shit. I'm not asking you to condone it. I'm asking you to confirm that this is not historically I'm not accurate. Nope. <laughs> I will say though, it's a very good Like it makes sense. You hate it, but it you like you hate it, but it makes sense. It's it's a very good comparison. I'll put it that way. How about that? May I have some dick? I'll give you a corn. The end. <laughs> That's history. I cannot. A corn. A corn. May I have some more peas? Only if you get on your knees, okay. <laughs> I promise I'm done. Shaking my head right now. You're this close to be becoming muted. You're this close to becoming muted. The patriarchy. I think that's kind another of like, thing. Fuck the patriarchy. Because fuck the patriarchy. What? People are still gonna do stuff with their relationships, whether it's polyamory or open or whatever how they choose. Right, like without a doubt. Like and... I don't need you judging me in my relationship. That's for me and my significant other and other partner if there's one to decide on Mm -hmm. and then i started thinking like societies throughout history kind of developed under the belief that they don't need just one significant other to live their best life and to be in in a happy healthy relationship Mm -hmm. like we see it throughout history not just because like i know that when i first heard of it it was kind of in asian culture like in my world history classes in high school we would learn about oh what's his name um genghis khan Oh, yeah, Genghis Khan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he had multiple different partners throughout his life, and that's why there's such a large chance of someone being related to him to this day. Like, you could do a DNA test of any random 30 people you might find on the street, and Mm -hmm. chances are two or three of them are going to be related to him, right? That's probably not the exact ratio, but... It's I get the not far off. It's not far yeah, off. It's not far off. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of normalized for people to have multiple partners back then. And that was just like the first example that I had. Of course, I'm not going to say that like all of his relationships were consensual. There's a great chance that a lot of that was rape, considering he was a conqueror. Yep. Like we see it a lot in Native American history, in Inuit history. There's so many different examples of like tribe leaders and chieftains having multiple different partners and multiple like wives or husbands and kind of leading a very successful and thriving group of people. So it's like, why is this the only history that we regularly see? Mm-hmm. Is... And basing things off of. Right. Like, why do we 
why are we keeping that as our norm? We know that these forms of relationships were like they existed. They still exist to this day. How come it's not something that we still take as the norm? Why do we still kind yep. of treat it as this abnormal, weird concept? Instead of just saying, hey, people can be with more than one person and that's fine. Let's give them a tax break too, please and thank you. A tax break. It's all about a tax break. Mm, I mean, I might, yeah, reservations about that, but yeah. I mean, it's not all about a tax break. It's also about like love and affection and having that deep connection with one or more persons. But I mean, if you really want to go know. on the tax break aspect, I mean, think about it. Three people living together. I'm sure it would be easier paying the bills as you have three different incomes coming in. So True. one person's responsible for paying one part of the bills, one person's responsible for this, one person's responsible for gas and groceries, whatever it may be. So, yeah, I mean, I could see it as that too. I get that, but... Even when both people in a married household have successful jobs, they still get that same tax, like that same tax break. That's I don't true. know. That's, uh, yeah. It's a little tricky when it comes to that. I mean, it can have like a smaller breakdown, but I don't know. But what I'm saying is I feel like people are probably now gaining that whole polyamory stuff is because it might be easier for them with paying for bills or coming as a group collectively and deciding what's what. True enough, true versus, enough. Versus, you know, a typical two people marriage or relationship. Right. And there's also the possibility that if you get like a large enough relationship going, like if you have like four or more partners, like you keep mm -hmm. it an even number, then imagine the tax break there. Cause then each people, could, like each of these people could pair off. Oh, for sure. And that get married. Would be crazy. Oh my God. The giant tax break. Everyone that pays pennies. You pay pennies per month on all the bills. Like crazy. Child. Child. Imagine if you will. Oh, I am. I'm, I'm literally in my head like, okay. Kind of fuck have, with it, right? I could have pennies like saved up. I'm going like on a trip mm -hmm. or several. <laughs> Imagine if you will. Sicily, 1922. <laughs> 1922. I'm just trying yeah. to think. Do I know anybody in a polyamorous relationship? I know a couple people. I mean, I know maybe one or two people that are in an open relationship, but that's being open, like dating other people or whatever, but... Mm -hmm. Being a polyamorous couple, that's what, a throuple, that's what I'm think, trying to think. Well, actually, I say that, I know a few people, like, I know a couple people who are in an, like, in a polyamorous relationship, mm -hmm. and then I know a handful of people who are looking to form a polyamorous relationship. And are these, like, straight cis couples, or are these just gay couples? One of them is cishet, one of them is pansexual. Heard. I don't like the idea still intrigues me but of course these individuals that I'm thinking of at this time they don't actually have anyone who's part of that polyamorous mm -hmm. relationship yet there's not really enough of an example for me to go off of for me to right. kind of decide based on like the secondhand experience whether or not it's something that I think is for me or not you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is why I'm also thinking like shit since I don't personally know anyone who's run through the experiment for me I gotta run my own experiments if it's something not, that I want right. you just have to run your own experiment I've got my hypotheses laid out 
have the hypothesis laid out, have your expectations, have rules, you know, have different things. Time to go through the scientific method. <laughs> Test your theory. Exactly. And I kind of have some notes here as well, kind of <clears throat> talking about red flags within those open yeah. relationships. Yeah, go for it. And like red flags that you should keep an eye out for if you decide you want to go into a polyamorous relationship because a bitch knows what she's looking for and she's got to have those boundaries and those lines have to be drawn. I feel like if you were going to explore a relationship like that, you also have to have a level of maturity about it. Yes. I mean, same with any relationship, but no, that kind of looks... No, maturity is a big factor as well. Because, like I mentioned before, like you can't be jealous or envious of the other person when, you know, that person is being shown affection at that time with that partner or spouse. Right. And you're just sitting over there like, okay, well, when is it my turn? Or, you know... And you can't have that mindset in an open relationship because... You've already agreed that this person is allowed to have that time with another individual. So you need to establish when is the time for you to need that kind of care. Again, I don't think I can handle all of that mentally and physically. I never know what I can handle until I've decided that I can't handle it. True. True. For you me, it's... You put yourself in that position and actually try it and see if it works right. for you or not. Exactly. Like from the get-go, I could probably say... Yeah, I'm going to run into a lot of obstacles and hurdles and trip myself all along the way. And, no, for sure. In any sort of relationship like that. In any relationship period, like, I'm a whole mess. Mm-hmm. Not just a bit of a mess, I'm a whole mess. I mean, same. Life is messy. And relationships are messy as well. Mm-hmm. And that's why you also kind of have to establish for yourself, like, what qualifies as a concern? Like, what, in your mind, qualifies as a red flag? in any sort of open polyamorous relationship i'd say hiding like any kind of text message or like a if you're taking a phone call in the other room with a person with your significant other being in that same room with you like that to me is a red flag like you can't talk openly around that person because you're trying to hide something like you're still allowed to have your privacy but you need to be able to I mean, communicate sure, but you just need to communicate like hey i'm talking exactly to, you know like hey i'm gonna step out to take this phone call real quick this is yeah. who i'm gonna be talking to da, 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 da. and um, you know if that person knows you're talking to great but you don't need to be hiding is what i'm saying yeah and that could be a red flag for sure just if they don't offer up that communication or if they get defensive when you inquire about it but also the way that someone might inquire about it if like you step out of the room to take that phone call and then they come back and you're like you can easily be like oh hey who is that and they're like eh, don't worry about it right like mm. like really bitch now i don't like that response and i also wouldn't like the response that would come from me if that followed you know exactly it's like if someone said oh don't worry about it i'd probably be like oh why shouldn't i worry about it you know mm -hmm. who the fuck were you talking to was it grandma or that <laughs> slept Brandon? Like, <laughs> was it one of your other hoes? Like, that's oh no, gosh. that's not healthy. That's not a healthy way to address it. But also, people don't feel like you can't share that shit with your significant other. Otherwise, get out of that relationship. 
It's just not healthy. It's not sustainable. It's 2021. We're looking for sustainable everything. From our crops to our crop tops to our tops to our bottoms. And our jock straps. Exactly. It's got to be sustainable. Got to be sustainable. What other notes do you got on here? Honestly, for open relationships, I'm trying to see what else I can add to it. Because communication to me is just huge. I mean, we've talked about that several times. Like it not all kind of leads back not only to that communication, but just being open. I feel like that's what's missed a lot is just being open with your partner and be like, hey, like this is what I would like. I'm not sure if you would be open to trying this, but I would like to try it and to see if we both can try it together or explore. Yeah, and it's obviously going to be awkward. Like that first intro into oh, the conversation is of always going to be like, mm. and then whether or not like. If you're going to try dating like on an app or meeting up with people on an app or meeting in person, like that's even more awkward. Mm-hmm. Shit, I already have anxiety. I don't need enough. I don't need any more anxiety in my life. As to red flags, mm, that's a toughie. Because red flags can, you, I literally am such an expert now. I, I could spot them like a mile away. Like, girl, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. And I watch so much catfish too. <laughs> if they have a fake profile up, if they say, oh, we can only meet between these times, granted, they could be busy with work. I get that. But but that also, also, right, that could also <laughs> mean, oh, I have a wife and kids. Like, I can only meet between these two times or when, when they're asleep. Child. Like for me, I get off at 8 p.m. for my job, which means I leave the building by around 8.30. I'm not home until 9, so everyone knows my schedule, though. Everyone knows that at this point. But if you're telling me, like, even, like, on a Monday or Tuesday or, like, a Saturday or Sunday at some point, Mm -hmm. you can't make, like, that one free day. Or you can't come out that one time. It's got to, like, it has to wait until after, like, midnight. Mm, Yeah, stuff like that. Right. I'm just like, red flag. Unless you work with this person on some night shift or it's like a factory job and you know for a fact that they've got something going on there, like, do your homework, do your research. Make sure it makes sense. Exactly. Make sure it makes sense. If there's not a plausible reason or something doesn't fully add up, put on your Sherlock Holmes hat, get out the micro, like, yep, the microscope, the magnifying glass. (laughs) Get the binoculars, do a little drive-by. Get to digging. Well, don't go driving by their house, that stalker. No, I do drive-by. A quick little cyber stalk is nothing. We've all done that on Facebook. No, That's I, I fine. do drive-by. No, 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 no. For legal reasons, no. <laughs> I'll go on their property, but I'll do a drive-by. Listen. Because listen, I'm that bitch. Like, I will do a drive-by. <laughs> People used to do a drive-by for me. Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> not even people... What? Not even people in... Rela- like, trying to be in a relationship with me. Like, I've had a couple of former friends do that shit. Because uh-uh. they didn't believe that I was, like, not at home. I'm that bitch, though, so I'll do a drive-by regardless. You say you're sick. Okay, I'll pop over and bring you some soup. But if you say <laughs> you're doing other shit, best believe. Mm-mm. That ain't it. <laughs> so that's where you draw the line. A drive-by. No, because that's where we talk about the trust and communication again. Like, if it doesn't add up, do cyber research. But just don't go invading someone's privacy like that. Because that ain't right. True. That, that, that's fair. That's fair. Because how would you feel if someone did a drive-by on you? And you look out your window and you saw them doing a drive-by on you that's fair i wouldn't like that very much 
Yeah, no, you'd feel like your privacy has been compromised. And at the same time, I feel like they don't trust me. So that's fair. Yeah. All right. I see your point. You you give me some reasoning. Mama Coco comes correct. All right. What else we got here? What else we got? Well, that pretty much covers those two topics, I feel like. I feel like we did pretty well there. Oh, we did. We're on a roll. Yeah. A little bit shorter episode, but quality content. It's all about quality, honey. Yeah. I feel like my parents would, like, if I got into some sort of relationship like that, Mm -hmm. me explaining that to them, they'd probably keep all their side comments until after I left. Child, you even understand. (laughs) Like, I know I'll get, like, the brunt force of the shade right after I make that announcement, if that's Mm -hmm. something that I end up doing. But, like, I know for a fact they'll have, like, their side conversations after i leave where they're like Mm-mm. like did they really <coughs> just put that on us like come on and i get it parents are worried about whether or not that kind of relationship is going to be sustainable and or healthy any kind of relationship let it be alone right like parents are going to have their opinions on the person you bring home no matter what mm-hmm. and if you decide to bring more than one person home you best be ready for one hell of a conversation exactly be prepared for someone to talk about how you ruined christmas just saying <laughs> But also, maybe don't make that kind of announcement at Christmas. Or do. Don't make that announcement at Christmas. We love a performance. Do it. (laughs) Fucking do it. (laughs) Sorry, I'm toxic. Maybe don't do it. Mm, I don't know. Trust your instincts. In my opinion, don't do it. Do it. Then again, if I were ever to get married or propose to, that'd be the time to shine. Like, yeah, I'm engaged. Low-key. Merry Christmas. The wedding's next year. Merry Christmas. Ta-da, bitch. Ta-da. <laughs> oh, you never met him before? Oh, that's why. <laughs> so, funny thing. I know that I was saying that I was dating him for the past three years, but I'm actually engaged to Brian. But it's okay, because cause Cooper is engaged to Donovan. So, like, here's how it all breaks down. God. Let me tell you about the tax break. <laughs> Now, let me tell you about the tax break. Let me break it down for you by the dollar. Don't worry. We're all going to live happily and healthily together, and we're getting married on the same day, and we're all going to make out at the wedding. It's great. I mean, all have the same honeymoon. You know, no big deal. This just means there's more cake for everyone, okay? <laughs> and more drinks for everybody. Because <laughs> you're going to have to get used to the fact that we're all marrying each other. Have fun. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I brought champagne. Enjoy. <laughs> so toxic. I can't. I would die to see my brother's face. What's Can you Wayne? imagine? Wayne. Like his fucking face. I can see Wayne. Like... <laughs> <laughs> he'd have a drink in one hand. He'd go. He'd start laughing like. <laughs> And, like, spit out, like, his drink. Be like, uh, what? Be like, best Christmas ever! (laughs) Can you imagine what your family would do? Child, I am a child of two Jamaican parents. There'd be no... (laughs) (laughs) You're like, there's no conversation there. There'd be no conversation there. It'd just be straight up looks, and then after we leave, it's, like, straight up bashing. 
Like, did Jules really bring home that person and like describe like what they're doing and da 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 da? Y'all saw that shit too, right? <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Who's gonna do the housework? <laughs> right. He's gonna take out the trash. He's gonna. <laughs> it's when you say we've got a spreadsheet. We'll make it work. Okay. <laughs> spreadsheet. Oh, you know my ass would have a spreadsheet, especially in a relationship like that. Like, Oh, yeah. I know you would. Hell, I've got a spreadsheet for this shit right now, like having a roommate. Are you kidding? I've got spreadsheets for days. What are you saying? Like, you got to have a spreadsheet when you've got a roommate. Like, you need it for a relationship for sure. I've got it for a budget. I'm going to need it for a cleaning schedule for all seven of my boyfriends. Are you kidding? Oh, that's just too funny, though. <laughs> Like, if I have seven boyfriends in one house, I'm going to need a spreadsheet to figure out who's going to need to do the dishes next. Because if those start piling up, nope. Yeah, nope. You already, I'm out of that damn house. Nope. N- nope. Sustainable. <laughs> Gotta have maturity, sustainability, spreadsheets. Lots and lots of spreadsheets. I don't want a spreadsheet for sex, though. Or a spreadsheet to tell me when sexy time is. That's doing the most. No, no, no. That's got to be either... Well, for for the gays, it can't be, like, super spontaneous. But It can be spontaneous. Why can't it not be spontaneous? Well, I mean, I guess it can be spontaneous. But there's got to be, like... Well, not every time, but, like... You've got to have, like, a cleaning period beforehand. I need at least an hour notice. I want it four times a week. And that's it. Mm, ambitious. Best believe, David. <laughs> to be fair, if I've got seven dicks to choose from, I better have it ready to go. <laughs> you have seven over there. You can't get at least three? I don't know. I feel like I'd have to put that in my calendly. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't be that hoe and have to schedule your own dick appointment with your partner no they've got that's the great thing about calendly they can make the appointment themselves in an open block we're not we're not sponsored by them we're We're not also (laughs) oh my gosh but tell me that wouldn't be perfect that's doing the most it's like okay tonight is this person we're we're having sex tonight okay tomorrow okay jimmy okay jimmy put you down for nine o'clock Okay. All right. Johnny. Okay. Thursday. Sweet. No, but I've got Johnny on. I've got Johnny on Friday. That's gonna overlap with my skit. Okay. Listen, <laughs> we've got to do this alphabetically, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> A B C D E F G H I J. Jimmy okay. So Jimmy Johnny. comes before Johnny. Yes. That's what I said. <laughs> that being said, you know Johnny's gonna come before Jimmy. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 we're funny (laughs) i try it's a lot of effort i think i'm funny i think we're both funny oh thank you i feel like i'm a whole comedian sometimes then again that's mostly me laughing at my own jokes and that's all that matters that's me too like me laughing at myself pretty much every day or laughing at my own like jokes but it's when other people laugh at your jokes too that's what makes it even better true which is why i thrive in public spaces after I've worked through the anxiety because then I'll just start throwing shit out there. People will just start gagging and it's great. Does me being shady count as me being a comedian? I mean, it goes hand in hand almost, so I'd say yeah. All right, I think this is about time to wrap it up. Any last minute questions, comments? 
So I know that at the beginning we kind of talked about how you need to have like these definitions and outlines for each unique yep. relationship. Like each couple has to have their own requirements and each partner has to have their own unique say in it. If you did get into a relationship like this, other than just communication being super strong, is there anything in particular that you'd like to bring to the table to kind of was, discuss as a, a kind of like asking to me as a, so like, is there any particular boundary that you would have other than oh, yeah. having like the outline of requiring the strong communication? My only thing is if we're all, if us three are living together, if you want to include somebody for a night over, don't bring them over just quite yet. We need to discuss as a thruple of like, you know, boundaries. Like, would you want to meet that person first? Like if it's... Yeah. So I'd want to meet that person first, but not at my house. Not because... Like I'm not, not in my bring, bed. I'm not trying to bring energy outside, you know what I mean? And bring that inside my house. You can't bring. I don't want that, that energy in my stank house. Stink ass coochie into your bed. Correct. I need to meet you for a drink or for dinner, conversate, feel the vibe, you know, feel the person. Sage the space. Sage the space. We get along great. Clean okay, the coochie. Come, come, like, come, come back to the place. Come back to the crib. Have a nightcap and let's fuck. Like, period. Period. Okay, bet. I like how, that. How about you? Healthy, understanding the meeting space that's not in your own bed. Like, that can't be where you first meet a person. No. That shouldn't be I've, where I've, you first meet a person Well, granted, anyway. I've done that a few times. And it's, I mean, we didn't do anything in that moment. But it was just like, okay, I come over. We go straight to your room. We'll watch, like, a TV show or something. And it's just like, no. And then you try and slide your hand down my pants. Now, listen. Now listen, like that's way too quick. I ain't prepped for this. Oh, I always come prepped. Always. I don't know what's gonna happen. Always. I don't know. Like whenever someone says, "Hey, we're just gonna watch a movie," I'm like, in my head, I'm always like, "Cool, we're gonna watch a movie." Not cool. We're gonna. Oh no! I, I turn this on as background noise, oh, and no, then I always fuck. come prepped. Uh uh-uh. uh I have to. I'm an if I don't, they expect me to. I'm just like um. I want you touching me down there or behind there. Well, if I want it to happen, then I will be prepped for it. Then again, I can't. But if assume, I don't want it to happen, I can't, right? Like you can't assume the other person is prepped and ready. Like to them, watching a movie or a show literally means you're gonna watch something. Right, but if it's something that I want to happen, I'll be prepped for it. Yeah. But if I hear, "Hey, want to come over and watch a movie?" Then I hear, "Yeah, I'm gonna come over and watch a movie." And then nothing else. I hear you. Because I've been waiting to see this movie for the past three years. But to me, that's not like a good first encounter. Like a good first encounter is going out of your space, your comfortable space, and meeting that person. Right. Also, make sure that you know whether or not it's a dick appointment or a date. And also, don't just go see a movie on your first date. Because then there's not any communication going on there. Well, afterwards, if you go out for like an appetizer or a drink. True. But don't just leave it at a date. Like a dinner, like a, as a movie date. As a movie date, right. Yeah. That's, no, no, no. No, 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 no. No. And be a little bit more spontaneous, like, besides the movies. Like, let's go like, on a hike, or let's go to the... No, nah, I'm gonna get murdered in the woods. Nope. I'm gonna get murdered in the woods if I go on a hike. That's nope. Bitch, your six-foot self versus my five-foot, seven-and-a-half ass, you ain't gonna get murdered. Sometimes I'm a thin-producing trans person. I cannot take a fucking risk of being murdered in the woods. Nope. 
still you have like an elevation on me okay yeah i've also got a taser that i don't want to use you better use it i'm gonna not put myself in a dangerous situation Z to begin zap, with that bitch and then run we will work up to a hike but as a first date i am not gonna meet some stranger in the woods sorry <laughs> not the woods like an open area like a uh hiking you know like one of them trails a lot of people hike we can go for a nice daylight walk in the park but i'm not about nope knowing my luck i would get to that hiking trail and this would be the off day where no one's there and it's dead quiet in the woods where no <laughs> one can hear you scream like bitch no fair that's fair i've got too many qualms about this that's fair did you have any questions for me to round off this episode before I start getting violent about the woods again? <laughs> I think, well, let me ask you this. So are you open to actually trying like a polyamorous relationship once you find one person, but like, are you willing to do that and like explore? I'm always down to add a new experience to my repertoire. Okay, okay, okay. I'll never say no to anything without having tried it first. Okay. Except for, you know, going on a walk in the woods. I'm cool with not doing that with a random stranger for the first time ever. <laughs> you make it seem like I'm saying go out in the wild and get lost. Like, no. I'm just saying I don't want to end up in a Friday the 13th situation. Oh my gosh, you're dramatic ass. My dramatic ass is not going to end up on the newspaper on this anniversary 10 years ago coco went missing in the woods and hasn't been seen since <laughs> no but in all honesty like i mean i i will have an open mind but will i actually try that mm, maybe you might maybe. try an open relationship or polyamorous maybe. relationship at some point maybe maybe Again, of course, like I have it's, to be dating someone for a while, like a long, long time. Right. And of course, there's always that, like, I don't know if I could see myself doing it with this person me, or this person. But, but, but I will say this. For me, like, entering a relationship that already existed, like me being the third person or the third party in that, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll try that and see how it will affect, like, the balance of the relationship and me and that person. Like, I'll try it. Like, me being that third wheel or that person. Or it could be like a Hallmark movie and everyone falls in love at the same Bitch, time. Stop. Wouldn't that be cute? Yeah, oh, I'm, tell I'm me that would reality. I know, like reality, that's probably not gonna happen. That's the that's like I said, Hallmark movie, but like That would be cute though. I yeah, that would be cute. Inviting a third person in, that's like, it's you know scary like, to think about. It's scary but... it's scary to think about, but I I would rather <clears> do it that way than me personally have someone else enter my relationship if that makes sense because at least the two people already in that relationship have already tried open or polyamory but here i am as a newcomer like hey like i'm willing to explore or this that and the third and they can That's teach fair. me yeah and then having that conversation with a partner like if they come to you and say hey this is something that I would like to try because I feel enough love in my heart to open that up to someone else in our relationship. Like that conversation kind of seems intimidating almost. Yeah. Like yeah. I can't imagine what that's like. I mean, 
in this instance, I can't necessarily imagine what it's like, but who knows? Maybe down the line I'll well, never say understand never. it. And I know, I know, yeah. yeah. Unless you're saying, I'm never going to go on a walk in the woods with a random stranger. <laughs> I am so hung up on it. <laughs> you really are, though. I just don't want that to be on my tombstone. What, so you're saying that this bitch just, like, tripped and died? Like, what was the bitch doing in the woods in the first place? I need, I just need this to be out there in case this does eventually happen oh, to me, because I need God. you to know that I was not there of my own volition. I cannot. <laughs> if someone says Coco went missing in the woods, I need you to immediately be like, um, that's sketch. Like, it was sketch beforehand, but this is, like, extra sketch. Something happened. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. It's probably time to sign off. <laughs> that wraps up this week's episode of Coke and Jules Petty Podcast. This episode's we'll... title will be How to Not Get Killed in the Woods. <laughs> you really should name it that, though. <laughs> and, like, a description of, like, what actually we talk about. Like... That'll be in the info box, but... This wraps up the Petty Podcast episode on open relationships and red flags. We hope you guys tune in another couple weeks with our next episode and with our guest stars. Yes, and I can't wait to film it because it's going to be the tits. It is going to be phenom. Make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, follow us on. Share with your friends. Don't be shy. Yep. Follow us on your favorite platform. You know, we on Spotify, we're on Apple, we're on podcast.com. Like, find us, follow us, like us, share us. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers. Maybe don't tell your coworkers. We talk about sex a lot. That's probably NSFW. If someone starts playing this in your workplace, contact HR. <laughs> and but leave then, our names out of it, though. But then also be sure to tweet about us after you start job searching. All right, everyone. Stay cute. Stay petty. And what was that other thing? We had a whole tagline prepared. And I completely stay cute, stay it. petty. Was it stay classy? No. I feel like it was. No, I don't think it was stay classy. Stay informed. There you go. Stay informed. Yeah. Watch, I'm going to go back and edit this and be like, that ain't it. That wasn't <laughs> it. <laughs> I'll t- end up texting you like, Hey, guess what? We fucked up our outro. (laughs) But guess whose fault that was. It's okay. We can easily re-record it and insert it in. But if we did get it right, then everyone can stay cute, stay petty, stay informed. Bye, guys. Have a great week. Love you all mucho. And Jules, always a pleasure. My beautiful queen. My beautiful angel. Yes. shucks. All right. Keep crushing it. I love you all. Bye. Bye. Cue the music.